Welcome to the Dialed In Podcast, a life and business podcast for those courageous enough to live life on their terms by being dialed in to who they are, what they want, and taking the daily inspired action steps to keep moving forward. I'm your host, Bethany Clemenson, your life transition coach and founder of Big Life Resources. Inside this podcast, we lean into teachings, discussion, and strategies based on the mindset, emotional management, and pure self-leadership needed to create your big life on your terms, your way. Thank you for being here. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Are you ready to get dialed in? Okay, let's get after it. Hey, I just feel all kinds of fired up today. So I'm recording this. It's actually the morning of May 27th, 2022, and it has been an incredibly powerful week over here at Bethany Land. (laughs) I um, started off the week traveling to Kansas where I had a speaking engagement. It was my first in real life speaking engagement since the pandemic. And it was so incredibly good to be back with people. I had almost forgotten what it was like to be in the energy of a group of people. And we had so much fun. We talked about the power of self-leadership and I'm going to share a little bit about self-leadership with you here today in this podcast. So buckle up, get ready. Here we go. (laughs) All right. We're going to talk about imagination and I'm going to share with you a story about what happened when my husband and I chose to look at things differently and take steps every day to see things in a different way. So your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. So if you are sitting down thinking about how you hate spiders, you're going to, you know, have visions of all these spiders in your head and think about all the times spiders have scared you, your heart rate's going to increase. You're going to feel stressed. You're going to feel uneasy. You may even have goosebumps. Um, and, and it's not even real. You're just imagining it. Um, you have the same uh, the same thing happen when you actually are surprised by a spider. Uh, when I picked up my uh, car or when I got in my car at the airport this week and I started to drive home, it was raining and I fly into Minneapolis, St. Paul, and it was raining. And so I had the wipers going and all of a sudden I see movement on the windshield and it's a big spider. It's one of those spiders that some of the legs are shorter than others. Ugh. Yuck, see, here I am just talking about it and I have goosebumps all over again. I don't even know why I'm so afraid of spiders, but I, 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 yeah, spiders and me, mm -mm, don't like it. Um, so I'm in the car and by myself and I realize that the spider's on the inside of the windshield and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm in traffic. I'm trying to stay calm. Um, you know, I have visions of the spider like jumping on my face and it's just, and I realize, you know, it's silly and all that's doing is elevating my anxiety. So I'm reaching in my backpack, trying to find napkins that I knew I'd put there and I finally get them out and I try to smash the spider at a stoplight and I missed and it moved up 
the windshield, which is even closer to me. And so I screamed and I dropped the, uh, the napkins on the passenger side floor and I'm trying to lean over and get them and drive at the same time. I know not safe, but no one was harmed in the killing of the spider. Well, I mean, except the spider, right? So I'm trying to get the napkin and not hit anybody and stay on the road. And anyway, I did manage to kill the spider and I did feel bad that I was killing the spider, but at the same time, I didn't want it to bite me. Blah, yuck. And all of the horrible thoughts I was having about the spider were in my imagination. The fact was there was a spider on my windshield. That was the fact. Everything else about the situation, I was MSUing. I was just making stuff up about all the horrible things that could happen and how I felt about it and how scared I was. And we do that every single day. When you wake up in the morning, where does your mind go? Are you thinking about the amazing things in your day that you're excited for? Or are you thinking about the things that you're dreading? Who do you say you are when you make a mistake, when you mess up? What's your first thought? Oh, I'm so stupid. I'm always messing things up. I can never get it right. What are you thinking about? Who you say you are and what you believe about yourself is a really big deal. And you can use your imagination to help you rewire those thoughts. So I want to talk to you about I am statements today. And, and I, in order to do this, I need to share yet another story with you. So a few years ago, uh, Tom and I went to a weekend event. I had been working with a coach and I had been growing and learning. I'd become um, certified through a coaching company called The Values Conversation. And then I went to John Maxwell leadership. And I was certified as a speaker, coach, and trainer through them. And in that process, I met a gentleman named Paul Martinelli, who uh, was just a mentor and still is a mentor for me. I have learned so much from Paul. Well, he was uh, him and a partner of his, Roddy Galbraith. They were offering a weekend retreat in Atlanta. And my husband had had some changes and, and he, you know, noticed my changes and our relationship had greatly improved. And, you know, when one cog in a wheel changes, everything else starts to change. And it's not that I was making other people in my life change, but we teach people how to treat us. And when I started showing up differently, it started to change my relationship. It started to change my marriage for the better, because frankly, it wasn't good before I started coaching. I was full of resentment. And that's a story for another day. So anyway, so Tom and I decided to go to this retreat. And actually, I kind of had to twist his arm and he came as a hostage. Um, but he was there nonetheless. And at the end of this retreat, we were challenged to go home and do I am statements every day for 90 days. And I'm going to tell you the challenge that was presented to us. And I'm going to challenge you to try this because it had a huge impact on our lives. So beliefs are simply thoughts that we have on repeat. And we use our imagination to solidify our beliefs all day long because our mind focuses on the past, what keeps us safe and what our focus is. So we have this thing that in our brain called the reticular activating system, the RAS. And it is our brain bouncer. It's the filter of our mind. And so it can't possibly 
give us all the information that's coming at us. So it has to pick and choose. And so where we put our focus and attention is huge because we don't always know our thoughts. There's too many of them coming at us. We don't always know the beliefs that are driving the thoughts just because that takes a lot of brain power and a lot of practice to start to notice what we believe. But we do have some control, a lot of control over where we put our focus and attention. And so the I am statement challenge that we were presented with was to get up every morning and here's how you can do this. If you're, if you don't have a partner to do this with, you can get up in the morning, look in the mirror, decide what you're going to say. You are, I am worthy. Look in the mirror, say it out loud. I am worthy. And then say to yourself, I see that and believe that in me. If you're with a partner, you can face each other. If it feels good, you can hold hands, look each other in the eye. Each partner chooses their own I am statement for the day. And uh, maybe the first partner would say, I am patient. And the other partner would say back to them, I see that and believe that in you, Bethany. And then you, you take a moment and you feel it. You let it in. You allow yourself to believe that. And then the second partner would do the same in reverse, right? And so we were challenged to do this for 90 days. And when we came home on the plane on the way home, uh, Tom turned to me and said, we need to sell everything. We've built a life out of what we think we should do and what, uh, what we thought we needed to do to avoid, you know, losing things out of scarcity. We've built a life out of scarcity. Okay. And we had talked about potentially doing something radical, like me leaving my corporate job, taking my side hustle of speaking and coaching, uh, to a full-time thing, but also taking some time and traveling the U.S. in an RV with our kids. And we hadn't talked to the kids about it. It'd just been something that came up in conversation. And we decided on the way home that we were going to talk to the kids about it. And when we did, they were on board. And so within just a couple of weeks of us being home, I called a friend of mine who was a realtor. We put our house in the market. We had uh, this house that Tom had built himself. It took him a couple of years. We had 17 acres. We had um, outbuildings with like guest quarters inside. We actually lived in that outbuilding with 500 square feet of guest um, housing or like a small loft apartment basically for four years while um, we, while we built our house. And, uh, and we were attached because well, we had dreamed about it. And frankly, we thought that when we did this, we would feel like fulfilled and accomplished. And what happened is we got the house done and we got the things and we checked the boxes, right? Here we are. We have the 2.5 kids and the white picket fence in the house and the guest home. And, you know, I had a really good job and Tom's business was thriving and we had income and, and all this stuff. But, you know, we looked at each other and realized that we weren't really fulfilled. And we started to question if what we were doing was really what we wanted, or was it just a path, you know, that we were taught? Was it a dream that wasn't even ours? It was just something that everybody around us did. So we just followed that path and it changed the course of our life. So we did that. I am statements every morning we would stand 
and look at each other. And every day we would do a different I am. And then we would go on about our day. And we, I was still working and we were just taking steps every day to downsize. The realtor listed our home. Um, it was built in an area that was hard to get to. We knew it was going to take a special buyer. We had no idea how long it would take to sell. And very interesting <laughs> what unfolded. The more we believed, the more we focused on trusting that we were going in the right direction, not knowing how to get there, but every day just taking the one next step, working on who we believed we were. At the end of that 90-day period, Tom and I were standing in our house for the last time. It was closing day. Our house was sold. We had slept on the mattress that was on the floor for our last night there. And we were leaving the house for the last time, starting our new adventure. And looking back, I can see how choosing how we started our day and what we believed about ourselves, what we believed was possible for us and trusting that the steps would come was huge for us. We used our imagination for good and a foundational piece of that started with the I am statements. And so I'm going to challenge you to think about what you're thinking about and try this 90 days. Try it. In fact, I even made a list of I am's. It's just a simple Google doc. If you want it, the link is in the show notes. You can download the list. Um, you just give me your email and I'll send it to you. And you can get this list of I am's and you can begin to solidify your foundation of who you think you are, begin to use your imagination for good, for possibility and change your life. One simple step. If you do this consistently, it will make a difference. So that's all I have today. And it's a biggie. It's a big one. And, and I just, I would love to know if this resonated with you, if you're going to try it, you can reach out to me, uh, Facebook, Instagram, find me on LinkedIn. And I I'd love to know how this impacts your life because truly who you believe you are is directly connected to the results that you get in your life. So do the work, lead yourself well, and step into everything that is waiting for you. All right, that's it. Make it a great day. I'll see you next time. Take care. Hey, it's Bethany. Thanks for listening today. If you are listening to Dialed In, I know that you're on a journey of finding the life on your terms, of creating that life that you don't want to escape, that you're excited to wake up to. And so I want to tell you about something that came to me as I was taking some time to sit and reflect. And um, I took about six weeks recently where I just trusted that I needed to be and not be doing, doing, doing. Um, I uh, am a type A. I love to go fast and move forward quickly and always busy. But sometimes it's a struggle for me to sit and be. And knowing that about myself, 
I intentionally set aside time to do that. So we spent about six weeks in Florida and I set aside time to reflect. And I had some things that happened that were pretty powerful. I looked back at my journey and also the journey of the hundreds of clients that I've served in the last several years. And I realized there were three key components that helped people move forward on a fast track. And they were attention, one-on-one attention, accountability, and consistent action. And so I put together something that I've never done before. um, And it is a combination of individual attention and a small group program, and it's called Trifecta. So here's how it works. First of all, it's only $100 a month, and this is what you get inside of it. You get a single 45-minute private session with me every month. You get small group access to all the other members of Trifecta inside of a, a Voxer channel where we will talk, exchange ideas, celebrate wins, and support each other. You also get the Mindset Minute daily text uh, Monday through Friday. It's a daily text to help you reset your mindset, keep you on track, keep you moving forward. And then finally, you get access to the Circle membership, which includes an entire vault of resources to help you keep moving forward. There's hours and hours and hours of there's challenges, there's journaling exercises, there's visualizations, there's teachings from me and also from guests that have come in on everything from productivity to authentic journaling. And every month there's more added to this vault. Uh, typically the, just the circle vault alone, that membership is $37 a month. The mindset minute text is uh, $55 a year and a private session with me. Well, it's well over a hundred dollars <laughs> just for one session. So you're getting quite a deal. Uh, Trifecta is only open for a small amount of people. I only have uh, the bandwidth to keep this in a very small group. I've already had people sign up. I introduced it to my people in the circle membership first and I had several of them take advantage of it. And if it's something you're interested in, I want to encourage you to hop in now. So you can get the link in the show notes. Um, you can message me or email me at bethany at bethanyclim.com if you have any questions. And I just want to encourage you to take a chance on yourself. You are worth doing this work and the life that you want is waiting for you. All right. Until next time. We'll see ya. Lead yourself well.